Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. Um, hi. It's 2024, everybody. I know we already did a podcast episode together, but I feel like this is really like the one, you know, because we are recapping last, you know, last week and it's like, okay, we're doing it now. Also, I really appreciate the way that everybody was talking to me about the podcast. It was like, you know what? I'm so happy for you that you're taking a break. Like I got the same sentiment so many times. It's like, you know, I know that there's a lot going on and I'm really happy that you're taking a break, but like, are we done we need the podcast back. And I'm like, the fact that anybody cares is just the dream come true. So hi, hello, I'm back. Um, We're talking about all the things. I feel like we have so much to catch up on. Like, I want to talk about Christmas. And I know we're so late, but I feel like there's things you just need to know. Starting with, I know that everybody's curious, like, what did you buy your niece for Christmas? It's like, thank you so much for asking. I'm very proud of my gift. I got my niece a basketball hoop for one reason and one reason only, because I am such an a-hole. I am on a personal mission to make sure that she does not become a swimmer. And here's the deal. I am aware that I'm about to offend a lot of people, my own boyfriend included. He was a swimmer. He takes major offense when I like say things like this. But I also was like, but you also played water polo, which I feel is the scariest sport in the world, but also a little bit more fun to watch. I'm just looking out for me. I'm just looking out for number one. okay? and I'm thinking swim meets are long and cold and early, which I do like the early part because I'm an early riser. So I feel like I can kind of get behind it. But at the same time, I'm like, "Mm, wouldn't it be fun if she played basketball? I feel like none of us did. My sister was a cheerleader, so we like went to basketball games. But I feel like it'd be fun to like ball out. And I feel like we are in the era of like where the WNBA is going to become like bad. Like it's already bad bitch, but it's like the world's going to recognize that. Also like female soccer, like female sports in general is going to finally have the moment that they want to have. And uh, I'm absolutely here for it. And so anyways, I I bought her a basketball hoop because I was like, I think it'd be fun for one of us to be a baller. And like, obviously, you all know that if she becomes a swimmer, I'm going to be like at the swim meet with my, you know, I don't know, swim fins on being excited. But if I can push her in a different direction, I'm going to listen. I would love for her to be a lacrosse player. My sister has already vetoed that so fast. My dad doesn't give a shit, though. It already bought her a baby set of lacrosse sticks like when she was born. Um, She can't use them until she's probably three, but she has them. And also, um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was her uncle or her dad purchased her a mini golf set. So it's like everybody's trying to push her somewhere. And I know that's not the way to parent from an auntie perspective, but like, I don't care. We're just doing it the way we do it, you know? Um, (laughs) so we're going to see, we're going to see like, obviously whatever she wants to become is fine. I'm just hoping it's not a swimmer. I would be pumped if she was like, a dancer or honestly, like she doesn't really have to be anything. She could just do whatever she wants to do and just like exist in life and I'll be happy. The time I'm going to complain is if she's going to be a swimmer. And um, I know controversial take here on the podcast, but don't hate me. By the way, you know, she's about to be like this very good swimmer and like just to spite me. And I'm like, this is why I didn't have kids. Um, Okay. (laughs) 
more importantly, not more importantly than my aunt, but like I know, I know for the tea that the people are going to be a little bit more excited about this. The otter did get to meet my family. So um, he met my parents and my sister on Christmas Day. Uh, my family did Christmas very early in the morning because my uh, brother-in-law and sister and niece and um and everyone in his family was going to the Niner game that night. So, uh, which, what a shitty game, but, you know, it happens. And <laughs> so, anyways, I was, like, not going to make him come to the brunch because it was early and he had to work the night before, which is, you know, a tragedy. And so I was like, yo, you're coming home anyways to see your family. I'm going to yours. Just come by for two hours at mine, which is, like, I think the most hilarious stark difference between our families and let me just say this. I am in a family right now that is one of those like <laughs> lead by five. We hang out for two hours like we're good. You know, I feel like there's truly two different kinds of families. It's like the we eat together, we chat for a little bit and we're like, OK, Christmas is over. And then there's the families that spend like literally all day together. And I just want you to know that the otter has one of those families and I have, you know, the other end, which I do think actually very much works out for us because I feel like it'd be really hard to have both families because then you're like, wait, I don't want to leave. But with my family, it's like, OK, bye. And they're like, no, no, stay. So that was like very because um, I went to his after and I was like, oh, like, wow, like you guys like hang out, you know, which honestly, I, I had the best time. And I didn't want it to end. So, you know, it, it really worked out for us. But anyways, he came over. Met my family. Everyone seems to really like him, which is good. He made my mom laugh, um, you know, so we love that. And no, it really went well, like to the point where it was funny. I was talking to a lot of my friends and I was like talking to them about Christmas. And then I would just offhand be like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, the otter met my family and then they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, that happened. Even even with Andrew, even my own therapist, I like mentioned it. And he's like, well, wait, how'd that go? And I was like, oh, just like went well. Like, I don't know. You know, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. I truly think he's like impossible not to like. So, you know, whatever. Uh, then I went to his family's and it was so fun. And um, they bought me presents. Like, is that not so sweet? I was like, wait, it was so cute because like his nieces set up, you know, where everybody was sitting with their gifts, which I totally remember doing as a kid when like we had a big family that we would do Christmas with. And um, there was like gifts for me. And I was like, wait, this is so sweet and kind. And um, I will <laughs> I will say, do you think I like I said one like probably controversial, awkward thing, which for me is kind of an accomplishment. But what happened was it's like I have been dying to go see a Niners game like in person. It's just very expensive and I don't want to sit in the four hundos. Like I know I understand that that's the way to do it on the cheap, but like you can't pay me to walk up those bleachers. OK, like it's just too much for me. And so, uh, you know, my my brother in law was going to the game and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. So the otter texts me in the middle of brunch and he's like, hey, my like I might have I was offered tickets to the Niner game today, but I don't want to mess with like our schedule. And I got it. I like ran up from the table and I was like, no, take the tickets like we can skip meeting my family. Like what an ass. But like whatever. I was like, F them. We're going to the game. And he's like, no, I already said no. And I was like, Ugh. so then <laughs> I was like telling this story at Christmas and I was like, oh, and I was like, you know what? I because I could tell it wasn't, you know, 
I was like, yes, because it, what I'm saying is I was trying to take their son and brother and uncle that they don't see very often away to go to a football game. Like what a a-hole. So then I was just like, I was like, to be clear, by the way, like if we were to go, we were going to just like ditch meeting my family. You know what I mean? Like they were the ones getting cut. Not you, you know, but either way, I'm very glad we didn't go. Not only because the game was like awful, but because it was just so fun. It was I really enjoyed being at their Christmas. Um, And I yeah, I, I feel like this is a family like I definitely would like to be a part of. So um, fingers crossed. And um, yeah, it was just it was super fun. And I had like the best time. Work was very crazy those weeks, so I truly am grateful that everybody allowed me the grace to take a break from the podcast because I do not know how I would have, like, done both. It was just so wild. I kind of, like, post a little teaser of, like, what job I had, so I feel like if you follow the Instagram, like, you know, you know, but um, it's hard because I do like to kind of keep them separate, but at the same time, whatever. So all I'm going to say is it was just, like, extremely busy starting work and I struggled really hard mentally not just with like the work thing but I feel like just processing the year like at the end there it was just like oh my god holy like holy shit like this is just so crazy so what I really did was kind of like focus on 2024. So I had like a really good time kind of writing out my new version of the champagne goals, which I'm going to talk about later on the podcast. But I will say this, I've been doing my own version of the 75 day hard. Let me just tell you. Okay. So if you've never heard the 75 day hard, I don't remember what it's supposed to be, but it's like 75 days of like five habits. And I know one's like not drinking. And then I think one's like working out and like whatever. And I was like, I like this concept, but I want to pick my five things. So this is what I'm going in with, with my 75 day hard. So the first thing um, is to enjoy a fruit or veggie with every meal. And uh, then to read at least five pages every day, which I know might sound like small, but honestly, I really wanted to set goals in a way that I thought they would be achievable. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that if I went in hard, it was like, it's got to be 10 pages or 15 or, you know, whatever, 100. Like, I have not been reading consistently for a long time. It took me like a million months to read uh, the By Yourself the Fucking Lily sequel, Glowing in the Fucking Dark, which I was very into, but it took me a really long time. And so I just wanted to set things that I was like, let's not get crazy. Let's be achievable. Um, The other thing was journaling. Obviously, we know she loves her journal. Uh, And then 30 minutes of movement every day. So the movement part was really important for me versus working out because I fail with this goal a lot because I'm sick. So it's hard for me. I I physically can't get up and know that I'm going to be able to walk every day or go to the gym or do something like that. So for me, you know, for example, I have been, oh, she is back on her nausea train, which I will talk to you after this. And so most of the days I've been able to walk, but there have been some days where I'm like, oh my God, I just can't. So in my apartment, I do like, I would do 30 minutes of like, you know, squatting or honestly, like, hitting the little ball to myself on my pickleball paddle or, you know, um, just lifting like a a small weight or something like that. Like it just needed to be a movement thing 
versus a working out thing. And, uh, you know, that's been been working so far. And then the last one is waking up with my alarm, which we all know I talked about on this podcast so many times has been the biggest drug for me. And I started on January 1st and you guys, I have been doing it, had been doing it every day. Okay. And listen to this tragic bullshit. Okay. So I start on the first. I was like, this is perfect. Like, I love that we start one, one, like it'll be so nice. And I made it until the 11th. Okay. And Thursday night, I was, I concocted myself this little plan because I wanted to go to my parents to watch the Miami Chiefs game because they have Peacock and I don't. So my mom was like, why don't you come Friday? Which I thought it was because she wanted to wine taste with me. It turns out it was just because they were going to close down a freeway and she thought it would be better. But anyways, I was like, okay, Thursday I'll work. I work late Thursdays. So it's like, then I'll just drive up to Oakland because the otter works like a mid shift that day. So he's usually off around like eight or nine. I'll stay the night in Oakland and then I'll wake up and I'll drive to Liverpool. Then it's like a 30 minute drive. I'll work from there. And then, you know, whatever my mom wants to do to hang, we'll do. So uh, I did that. And <laughs> on Thursday night, I was at work super late. So my boss was like, do you want food? It's it's a, you know, a, a restaurant, you know. And so I was like, you know what? That sounds good. So I got the Greek wrap and it wasn't until Friday morning I like woke up and I was like, shit, I didn't have a fruit or vegetable with my dinner last night. And I recognized that the Greek wrap did have tomatoes in it, but I just didn't know how many tomatoes does that does that count as a serving? I don't know. And I was like, that's it. I have to reset. And what was extra annoying about it was when I got there on Thursday, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to like journal and read while I'm here. And like, you know, I don't want to take up our time, but like I I just have to. So I like panic journaled and read taking up time from our precious time together. And then it turns out I had to reset anyway. So Friday, like, honestly, I just kind of took I, once I realized I was like, Let's just take the day to reset. And then I jump back in on Saturday. And so far, so good. We're on day three and we're doing it. You know, it's just like, you know, I think it's been good because let me get into like how I've been feeling. So I've just been so sick again, which is so unfortunate. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I feel the same way I felt like at the beginning of 23. So very nauseous, you know, I'm just kind of powering through. I think last time I was feeling this nauseous, I was just eating like crackers and shit. And this year I'm like, well, that didn't help. So I'm just trying to eat, you know, um, and then just deal with the repercussions because it doesn't it truly doesn't feel any better to have crackers. But it's hard because I also wanted to give myself this big goal of being like more social, like especially when I come to Livermore, because like I used to come to Livermore and I have a lot of friends who live in the area and I feel like I don't really get to see them. And a lot of the times I was like going home for an event and so then I was just like, eh, I'm too tired. And it's like, well, I want to like nurture these relationships. So, you know, I'm trying to be better about that. And I was like, I just I just recognized that I couldn't. I was like, OK, I can't do a lot of things. But I went to go see my friend Erin and her baby for like a couple hours. And I was like, OK, this feels good. And then honestly, it was like my me on the couch. I had to kick my dad out of a spot. If you've been listening to the podcast, you also know that the couch only has got two comfortable spots to watch football. One of them is like the superior spot, which I usually sneak in and sit in first. But I respect the fact that I want to let my dad sit there, too. But the, the problem was is that that one's next to the outlet. And I my saving grace has been 
my freaking heating pad. Like, I truly don't think I can do anything without it. I bring it everywhere with me now. I wish there was one that was like without a cord. Like, I need a wireless heating pad. Can someone please invent that and let me know? It would be great. So anyways, I just like truly haven't been feeling very good. And so uh, one of the things that's been happening is like, so I was put on new medication at the very end of the time I was at my last job. So basically when I got laid off, they put you on Cobra, which is very sweet, but it takes about like a month. So I was supposed to get like a new dose of my medication early November. And so I basically didn't really get Cobra all figured out until December. And then I was like calling and they were supposed to send it to me and then they didn't. And it was just like, it was just such a hot mess. And I'm like, okay, January 1st, I'm going to get on Kaiser. And I was like, ugh. No offense to anybody. It's just that I've had the worst experiences on Kaiser. So I'm very hesitant to trust them. And so I was like, oh, my God, I know how this goes. It's like I have to get a primary care doctor and then I get a GI. And most of the time they're like, hmm, maybe this doctor is right with this medication they put you on. But we're going to give you like a colonoscopy and a million tests instead. And like I'm just in so much pain. I'm like, please give me the drug. So I don't know, by some grace of God and maybe my own damn persistence, I was able to like in the last two weeks get a GI. They prescribed me the medication. So I have to give myself a shot now. So when I asked her on the phone, I said, will someone like actually physically be able to give me the shot for the first time so I can like kind of see how it goes? And she's like, yeah, that should be fine. I'm like, great. So I go to pick it up. That's not the case. And I'm like so panicked. I was like, I have to, you're just letting me put a needle into my body with like no demo. Like there, he's like, well, I'm going to show you right now. I'm like, that's not the same as taking out the box and being like, here, squeeze this. Like, no, you know? So, uh, I text, text, text my best friend, Kim, who just graduated from nursing school. Shout out. And I'm like, Hey, um, <laughs> I, are you free? Cause like, I have to give myself the shot now. And, um, I, can I like just face I'm freaking out like literally the way the tears were like falling down my face as I was like picking up this medication. I was like, I have to go to work. I thought I was just going to get shot up here and get to leave. And she was like, of course. So I literally set up my little tripod and I am just literally having her talk me through, like get yourself a best friend who is going to FaceTime you while you have to give yourself a shot. Like the way she just calmed me down so much and we were like laughing and I just have to give the biggest shout out to Kim because, you know, she really helped me. And now I safely, hopefully administered a, a drug. What the scariest part to me was like the whole 45 degree angle thing. I was like, OK, listen, she wasn't the worst at geometry, but she wasn't the best. OK, she wasn't the best. That's a communications major. Like, what do you want from me? I'm like 45 degree angle. I was stressed, stressed. So anyways, she helped me. I gave myself a shot. It was fine. And now I'll do it once every eight weeks. And Because originally my thought was like, okay, if it comes down to this, honestly, like one of the friends of the podcast, Gabby, is a nurse. And I was like, I am just going to drive my ass to her place and make her shoot me up for me. Like not make her, but like, you know, just politely ask, please give me this drug. But um, I like the timing. It was like it was in my hand. And then they were like, it must be refrigerated. And I was like, this was Thursday. So I was going to, you know, you heard my plan. I had a whole plan. So anyway, shout out to Kim. She helped me um give myself a drug. And for that, I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> also, I have been listening to On Purpose with Jay Shetty. You know, whatever. She's in her healing era. 
And Michelle Obama was on the podcast. And I was like so excited because truly, I feel like Michelle Obama and I um, were on the same page about love. And she said this quote that I wanted to like share with you uh, about because I have said something, some a similar kind of statement in so many of my wedding speeches. And I know we've kind of talked about relationships here on the podcast and and like healthy ones. And so I want to share this Michelle Obama quote with you just so you know that like I'm right because if Michelle Obama says it, you know, I mean, I apologize if you don't believe in her, that's your own choice. But for me, Bible. Okay. She said, that's just the way it goes, but you don't quit. You learn from it. And that's what sustaining a relationship is. It's the choice to figure it out to and to not quit when it gets hard. And like every every time did I not say I was like love is a choice. Like obviously you can't like help who you fall in love with. But I just mean like staying together is the conscious choice for you two to make that you two want to stay together. So um, anyways, Michelle Obama and I are on the same page. Uh, <laughs> and I just wrote that quote down. I wanted to read it to you. Also, I want everyone to know that I have been taking a pretty big social media break. So I recognize that there's probably a lot of like tags and things that I've been missing and comments. So I just want to say I'm very sorry about that. I just, uh, it kind of started on Christmas. Honestly, I recognize that I was just feeling really jealous. Like there was, I'm very happy and I love my family a lot. But sometimes, and I've heard other people talk about this on TikTok, so obviously I didn't take a full social media break. I took an Instagram break. But they were talking about, like, loneliness in the holidays. I almost, like, brought back the podcast to talk about this because I was like, I don't think we talk about it enough. I truly don't. Like, I think that we feel like we just, like, if we are jealous of someone, we're not happy for them, which I just don't think is the truth. And I think it was just hard for me. My family... Uh, Christmas has changed so much, you know, like, which is, you know, just the decision that had to be made for my own family. And, you know, it's hard sometimes to see like really big Christmases, like with all this family and cousins and things like that. That's not really what we do anymore. And it's not to say that I'm not happy in what we do, but like there is hardship in seeing that sometimes. So I decided that it wasn't a positive place for me at the time. And so I just took a little bit of a break from it because I think I'm just, you know, we talked about this last year. It's all about protecting the peace. And I just didn't feel very peaceful on social media, which is so funny because I run to social media accounts now. And I feel like I was kind of getting that itch scratch. And honestly, sometimes like I would just kind of scroll through the feeds of like the pages that I manage because I'm like, I don't know who these people are that like whoever the social media person before me followed. And I'm like, oh, interesting to see their lives. But I don't know. I just like kind of took this step back and I made my iconic return to celebrate George's birthday with a feed post, which I'd also talked about not really doing birthday posts anymore. But I feel like with a 30th, it's kind of like all bets are off. And also it's George. So what do you want from me? Uh, And I was like, this picture is so cute, except for the fact that I have mascara running down my face. But like, who cares, you know? So anyways, I just wanted to tell people that that's kind of what's like going on with me. Like, I'm still going to post for the podcast. I just don't know how active I'm going to be because I I get on there and I get really excited and I go like, like everyone's posts and comment and like send fire emojis because like, I do believe there's like very much a positivity about social media. I really love to see what's going on in people's lives and things like that. But I don't know, just for me, I just needed a little bit of a break. And it's kind of one of those things that I'm 
navigating how much I want to continue. So I am documenting my 75 day hard challenge on TikTok. I don't know how interesting it is to people, but I that was like kind of a part of it is that you're supposed to document. So when I fucked up and I was like, well, OK, we're starting again. I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll take some videos. So we'll see. 75 days is like a long time, but you know, whatever. So anyways, I just wanted to share that um, that's what I've been doing. And I think I also want to share it because sometimes there's things that seem like very unconventional to us now that like might be good for our health. Like, and I'm not saying that social media is bad because I truly don't believe that. But like, if you need a little break, like that's okay. You know, just do what's going to like make you feel good and that it's okay to feel a little like envy or jealousy of like another situation and still be happy in yours. Like what a concept, you know, I think that that's like such a big lesson that I learned. Like it's okay to be like, well, that that's kind of cool that they have that and want it for yourself. I know I, I touched on this a little bit when it comes to engagements, because I remember getting an ask Ashley of like, you know, uh, especially I got this, I think when I was single and it was like, how are you like so happy for all your friends, you know, and like, do you get jealous? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, but it doesn't mean I'm not happy for them. Like, what? Why are those two? Why are those two things like not the same? I mean, there's people who obviously take jealousy to another level and then they're bitchy about it. And it's like, relax. It's not about you. But if you're like, oh, that's nice. Like, I want that. Like, shouldn't you? I don't know. Like, anyways, and it could still be very happy being single. And still, when you see somebody engaged on your Instagram, your heart drops a little bit like, that's okay. Like, relax. I think I said this last podcast, but I feel like I'll say it a lot um, because I read it. I read it in a book and um, she's reading, but feelings are to be felt like feelings are called feelings because you're supposed to feel them. So hello, let yourself, you know, it cracks me up because I literally was just like, talk about how you're um, it was iconic that you came back to wish George happy birthday after not being on social media for so long. And then I went on that whole rant, but like we already know. Okay. Let's talk about football. Hello. We're almost done. Like how sad, honestly, I know we're going to have to get into another sport. Maybe we get into basketball since I pushed it on my knees, but I say that every year and then I don't get into it. So we'll see. I have to start with this confession. This is a big confession. I'm like, yikes about telling you like I'm genuinely nervous about telling you this but what happened was is I decided to watch football okay like on my Sunday night and halfway through I realized I went on TikTok and I saw Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes and I was like oh shit the Golden Globes are on tonight and I didn't change the channel which means that I chose football over the Golden Globes. And if someone wants to come get her with a straight jacket, I completely understand. Like, what? But it also sounds like I didn't miss a lot. I'm going to talk about my feelings, even though it's, like, way late in the celebrity section of the podcast. But whatever. I just want you to know I'm getting my absolute ass beat and pick up again. I, uh, I'm i done with fantasy. I came in ninth. No. I came in 10th place out of 12, which is not losing, I mean, it's losing, but it's not being the loser. So I feel like I won, you know, uh, and it was so fun. And truly, I had the time of my life and I hope that I get invited to play again next season because it was the best. But I'm still in my pick'em league. OK, and last week was a trash can week for Ashley. So then I was like, this has to be the week playoff week. And it's a big one because all the games are four point games, except for the five point game, which was the Lions and Rams and every single 
team that I picked so far has lost. And it's Monday morning. So I have two more games tonight to hopefully win one question mark. Oh, my God. But I will say I I knew going into it. I picked Miami, OK, over Kansas City. And I know a lot of people are like, what? Like, especially you knew it was going to be cold. But I chose Mike McDaniel over Taylor Swift, which also was a controversy. And you know what? I just love Mike McDaniel. And I know my girl's going to be happy no matter what. But I, then as, as the game was going on, I was like, honestly, I don't know if I'm ready to be done seeing Taylor at a football game. So I was like, this is going to be a win-win. That's why I told the otter. I was like, you know what? If Miami wins, it's like we get more hard knocks and it's going to be exciting and good for them and good for Mike McDaniel. But then like if the Chiefs win, we get more Taylor and like, I'm very happy about that. And we have talked about Taylor and Brittany's jackets. OK, because let me just tell you a little story. OK, if you didn't see her, she looks stunning. And um, OK, so I saw her on the screen and I said to my dad, I said, Kyle Juszczyk's wife made that jacket. And he goes, no, no, I, they would have said it. if." The, and I said, they probably don't know. But I'm telling you right now, Kyle Juszczyk's wife made that jacket. I said, I follow her on Instagram. She makes, she like upcycles a bunch of jerseys and stuff and makes super cute outfits. I'm telling you right now, that is, that is by her. And my dad did not believe me. And by the way, Kyle Juszczyk is a player on the 49ers in case you don't know, which is totally fine. You don't have to. That's why I'm here to tell you things, you know? And so sure enough, my dad gets a news alert, by the way, a news alert from ESPN on his phone saying that the jacket was made by Kyle Yushek's wife. And I was like, I freaking told you. Okay. I was like, I can't wait to tell the story in the podcast because you were wrong and I was right. And um, it was so cute because every time something was posted about Taylor and her jacket, like Kyle commented and was like tagging his wife. It was just so cute. And like, we love, honestly, we're big fans. And um, it was so cute. But honestly, like, oh, and then um, it's to talk about the jackets a little bit more. I did ask Danielle, you know, Bessie of the podcast. I said, do you think we can DM her and see if she wants to make some jackets for like you and me at Kevin's games? Like, I feel like, would, do you think she'd do high school? Do you think she'd like give us some cute, like, you know, I feel like we're in our um, Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes era at the football games, even though I'm clearly not dating anybody on the team, but it's fine. Um, she's just there to support. She's just, I guess I'm more like the Austin Swift. I don't know. Like, here we go. But uh, yeah, I think we that I think that she could make us. I, I want to say her name's Kristen, but I like wrote it down and it didn't like transfer. So I'm I just feel really bad calling her like Kyle Yushek's wife because like she's obviously a person of her own, but I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but anyways, I'm like so excited about this. I'm so excited that I was right. And also like, please, you know, everybody DM her and get get Danielle and I matching sweatshirts for um or jackets for Kevin's next season of football. Also, I have to admit something which is like kind of embarrassing, but like at the same time, if you know, you know, I was having... <laughs> I was having a panic attack the other day. Like I was like starting to feel the panic come on. And this was like, okay, so this was Sunday morning or something. And honestly, to calm myself down, like I closed my eyes and I was breathing. And you know what kept flashing in my head literally was just images of Taylor and Brittany at the game being best friends. And I feel like I was literally calmed out of a panic attack because I knew Taylor Swift was having a good time. Like... <laughs> The Delulu, 
But also, we love that. It's cute. It's it's being a Swifty. But it truly, like, made me so happy just to think that, like, she's living her best life. And honestly, like, I feel like I it took me a little bit to come around because I think I was just letting the past stories about Britney really get to me. But... I I think I like her. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, she was when all the controversy happened with Britney, it was like the fact that she, you know, was like throwing champagne out on on fans and they were saying she's rude. Like she wasn't that old when that was happening. And she was coming out of college with her like college boyfriend who was like good there. And that's probably what they did. Also, I can't talk a lot of shit. When I graduated from college, I also threw champagne all over the theater kids and they were pissed, but I think I'm a good person. And also like she's opening the first ever like stadium for women's soccer. Like that's their own. I don't know. I think we, I think I like her. Taylor likes her. I think I like her. I'm into it. I support this friendship and I think it's really cute. And, um, yeah. So also I wrote this note down and I'm just like curious, but do you guys think that, um, Travis Kelsey calls Taylor Swift baby girl? I don't know why I had this thought, but I was just like wondering, have you heard him say like baby girl on the podcast? I'm just wondering because like good for her. Also, speaking of the podcast, did you see that Travis made Jason so mad that he walked off the podcast? I just want you to know that this is like very sibling shit right here because uh, there is a unreleased episode, the very last episode of the Jill and Ash sister podcast or whatever we ended up calling it at that point. Um, and I think it was the real sisters by that point. But yeah, I pissed Jillian off so much that she got up and left the podcast. So I was like, mm, I get this. But I don't know why Travis was talking so much shit about the Eagles. And I was like, honey, you haven't done much. You know, like I love Travis. I think he's very talented. I don't think it's all his fault. I think people are blocking him a lot. But, you know, he hasn't dropped a couple catches. So I don't think he gets to go talk shit. But I still can't believe truly in my soul that they were allowed to play football in that weather. I feel like that should have been like illegal. I don't know. Also, the peacock of it all was very annoying. So if you didn't know, the the Miami-Kansas City game was a peacock exclusive. So you had to have peacock to watch it. And I just thought it was so stupid, honestly. And of course they picked the Chiefs game. Like, of course, they're like, these Swifties will do anything. It's like, yes, we will. I drove all the way to Livermore. But it wasn't also just for Taylor. I want to see if Mike McDaniel was going to cover his ankles in that cold. If you don't know, Mike McDaniel is just the, the character of the NFL right now. And um, he usually wears a joggers that are like rolled up. And I was like, is he going to be in pants? I must know. So he was by the way, like the people, the people were right. I always really liked Mike McDaniel, but I've been watching the hard knock season that's following Miami. And he just talked about like his journey. So basically like he, you know, came up in the coaching world and then he said he like got really into drinking, came like a frat boy and then kind of got like fired. And then he's been sober now for eight years. And this is his comeback story. And like, no, no one loves that more than me. No one loves a story more than me. Well, like everybody does. But like I literally was watching this episode of Hard Knocks and I'm like crying like what a mess. Also, because he was like, you know, giving a shout out to his wife for like standing by him. Ugh, I just I live for it. I live for it. So um, anyways, yeah, I was just like, this is beautiful and amazing and we love. And so, you know, I, I was like, either way, this is going to be good. And um. I don't know how I got back talking about Mike McDaniel when I was just trying to talk about Jason leaving the podcast. But anyways, what happened on New Heights was that Travis was just poking the bear a little too much about how the Eagles weren't like doing that good. And then Jason got up and left. And I was like, oh, the drama, the drama. Also, 
completely back the wrong horse. If I love a good story, how did I not pick the Lions to beat the Rams? I just didn't know. You know, there's a lot of stories in football to follow and like your girl gets tired. Okay. But the Lions haven't been to the playoffs in like a million years. Literally, they said that like if you wanted to text a Lions fan and say congratulations on making the playoffs, it's the first time that you would ever be able to do that because texting did not exist the last time they went to the playoffs. So like this was a big deal. And Eminem did like the promo for it. And I was like, why? what was I doing out here picking the Rams? But that shit was juicy because like, OK, so Matthew Stafford, who is the quarterback for the Rams used to be the quarterback for the Lions and Jared Goff, who is the quarterback for the Lions, used to be the quarterback for the Rams. But he like kind of got traded and he was like wasn't expecting it. And he said it like hurt him, like it hurt his self-confidence. And now he's out here like giving the Lions the dream of their life. Like that is good shit right there. And honestly, like I like him because he gets emotional and we love to see that. Like he was like crying and I was like, this is so sweet. And at the end of the Lions game, like everybody in the fans was crying and I was like, Wait, this is so cute. I love. We love. So anyways, um, OK, let's talk celebrity. I know we talked. I, I know it gets muddled a little bit here with sports and celeb, but that's why I love sports. So, <laughs> OK, I know that I'm like really late to the game on like the Golden Globe stuff, but like I just feel the need to like weigh in. Um, I want to talk about the Taylor Swift of it all because, OK, let me just give a recap if you didn't like know Joe Coy like hosted the Golden Globes and did a shit job and basically he made a joke which really wasn't that it wasn't that it wasn't even funny it was also that it wasn't true he was like the difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL is that there's going to be less pants to Taylor Swift and I was like if you think the Golden Globes aren't going to show Taylor Swift a lot who do you not know who she is? Of course, the they're, Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. I'm sure we're going to see her a bunch. Like, what are you talking? Have you never watched the VMAs? It's basically the Taylor show. Like, and we're here for it. But it, basically, it pans to her. And she just kind of like takes a sip of her drink and is just like, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift overreacted. Oh, Taylor Swift's so upset. And I saw Claudia from the, the Toast say this on her podcast. And she's like, I don't think she was that upset. And I'm like, I just don't think she cares anymore. Like, I think she's like, whatever, fuck you. Like, I'm sorry that I'm dating one of the hottest men in the NFL. And like, he's got the vibes. And I now get to like, go to games and like, be a fun wag and like, get jackets from, you know, the used checks and then go to the Golden Globes and look stunning and like, have the biggest tour of the year. And you're just like, bothered that you see me on TV. Like, I don't really give a shit. I don't think it was an overreaction. I don't think she was that pressed about it. I think she was just like, Okay, fuck you. Of course, I'm going to be the punchline of this joke, but I don't care. It was a bad joke. And she's like, you know what? The Swifties will save me. Like, I truly think that everyone being like, she overreacted. She's so upset. Overreacted. She didn't. She barely reacted in the first place. She was just like, okay, whatever. I'm going to sip my drink and like, whatever you guys do you. Like, I truly don't care. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. Wondering if I get there quicker if I was a man. Like, Taylor's literally sipping her drink going, I already wrote a song about this. Like, I'm unbothered, you know? And then, like, I just have to say that Joe Coy making a joke about, like, you know, oh, Oppenheimer was, like, about a bombing. And that was, like, such a big deal. And then, like, Barbie was out about boobies. It's like, who let... In the world, in the year of Barbie, why was there even a Joe Coy hosting in the first place? Like, what? It was also just like, I don't know. It was so, it wasn't even like a good joke. And also it's like, 
it's just so frustrating because like you're trying to say, oh, my God, Oppenheimer was like about more deep shit. It's like I don't know what Oppenheimer is about, but a, a bomb apparently and I don't know, um, Barbie's about the female experience. So uh, really? Also, the whole thing is that people like people made it a thing like Barbie Heimer became a thing to support both films. They wanted both films to be supported. Like Margot Robbie came out and said, like, I'm going to go see Oppenheimer. Like Barbie Heimer was this like funny thing where like there was just a contrast between two seemingly very different movies and people like having the experience of going to both it truly wasn't this like press thing about like oh now we have to like compare them and be annoying it's like just relax like I don't know I'm just like I'm so frustrated by them honestly also the most important thing and honestly already the highlight of my 2024 was Selena and Taylor gossiping so people think that Selena was gossiping with Taylor because she asked for a photo with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner was like fuck no you don't get that I don't know what they were gossiping about I don't care but I just love to see when celebrities are just like us if my best friend's at a party with me and we're seated at two different tables which criminal um, I'm going to get up many times to gossip with her, like about what everybody's wearing. Um, maybe she was just checking in with her about the joke. Like so many things to be said, so many things that they could have talked about, but honestly, just the image. I loved it. I, once again, I just love seeing Taylor be Taylor and living her best life. And I feel the same way about Selena. And it's like, it's just nice when we get to see them together being best friends and like normal best friends, like you and me, you know, like if you and I are at a party together, we're really not going to go in a corner and start gossiping, please. Please. Also, um, Taylor Swift's been wearing a lot of green. I just want to know what everyone thinks that means. Because she was wearing a green dress to the uh, Golden Globes. And then she stepped out for a night with Blake Lively and she was wearing another green dress. And I'm just wondering, like, are we going to get an album called like Envy or something? Like, wouldn't that be fun? But also, um, I'm just excited because green is my favorite color and I'm ready for this. Uh, also, I think I might be into Katie and Dana's new podcast for my Vanderpump people. I listened to like maybe half an episode last night while I was cooking and I was like you know what I this might be pretty good so it's called disrespectfully and they kind of just talk about dating and stuff and I feel like Katie Maloney's podcast on her own just like didn't hit but I think it's because she was like not in the era she's in now so you can tell she's like a lot more confident and I think having a friend with her was like really good and I, I think it's going to be a good podcast. So let me know what you think. And um, last thing I'll say here is that Lindsay Lohan looked amazing at the Mean Girls premiere. And we love that. I'm curious if you guys have seen the new Mean Girls and what you think. Please DM me. I'm very curious at Ashley Sleek. I don't know when I'll get back to it, but um, I'm going to try. OK, let's get into Ashley's advice. And um, it's funny because I had two things I want to talk about. But now I'm like, OK, girl, like relax. It's just that, you know, you haven't been able to preach the good, good world hello the good word to people for a minute so she's just dying to um but I might save one for the other you know podcast that's coming out next week hello but okay I want to talk about the new version of my champagne goals okay so here's sitch I'm gonna grab them hold on um because you know she doesn't at the podcast so all the noises are gonna be in here oh be quiet okay so uh <laughs> hi so Last year, I decided to write 12 goals and 12 bottles of champagne. And this was really fun. I got through six of them, which I feel like that's pretty good. Like, I mean, I know like a 50% on a test is an F, but a 50% is like a glass half full to me. So whatever. But I realized that it wasn't motivating me that well, because at some point I just stopped. Well, a couple things like 
at, towards the end of the year, I really stopped drinking that much, but I definitely stopped drinking champagne because I was like the headache. It's not worth it. Also, I was like, I really stopped drinking alone. That was kind of the big thing. I was like, I can't drink alone because I get too sad. So I don't think they're motivating for me. So this is what I did. I wrote all my goals and I put them in envelopes and each envelope has like a reward with it. And it kind of like the not the severity. I don't know what to say. Like the level of prize kind of matches the level of goal. You know what I mean? So and I pull I actually pulled out the cash and put it in these envelopes. Now everyone's going to know that they can rob me. But like whatever, I lock my door and I have the new birdie. OK, which is like that thing where you pull it and it has an alarm. So like my dad bought that for me for Christmas. So don't fuck with me. Um, But anyways, I I did it this way because then it and also what's great is like I have had so many damn concussions. That's like I don't remember what the goals like what the prizes are. So now I'm like, oh, I want to know because I want to remember what my prize is. But I mean, obviously, I know this is pretty privileged because I had, um, you know, I had money for my severance and I was like, I really want to put it towards this, you know. Um, So but I think that you can do it in like smaller ways. I did. I think there's 12 here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. There's 12. There's 12 here. And, um, you know, I was able to, to put a little money towards this, but like, you know, if you can't, you can't. So let me, I want to read you my goals because I feel like I like sharing my goals with you all. One, because it holds me accountable. And two, maybe these will like give you some inspiration for your own goals. You know what I mean? Like I feel like setting goals is hard. So here we go. Okay. 24 hours of volunteering. So like doesn't have to be one day, just like throughout the year, 24 hours, you know, we're starting, like I said earlier, we're starting small with our goals because you know, 24 hours might not seem like a lot, but I know it's like, it's one day, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can commit to a whole day of like volunteering, like, but if I can do, two hours over, you know, a couple days, like that would be good. Um, travel somewhere new. I wanted to put like also a fun goal in here, like not just like a self-development, but like, why don't you like treat yourself and go somewhere new? Like, you know, I travel a lot, but it's usually for like weddings and bachelorettes, which like obviously is my favorite thing in the whole world. So like, I'm not complaining, but it's just like, maybe I should take a trip for myself and go somewhere new. So doesn't have to be crazy. It could be a new place in California or like a new state, like new city, new state in California. Ew, someone can get her. I meant new city. I'm sorry. Um, sign up for a new sport group or class. I feel like I've been flirting with the idea of like joining a team or something. Um, and I just never really get myself to do it or like a new class. I'm trying to be more social, put myself out there. So we'll see. Um, finish a story for the book. Some of these are leftover from last year's shame goals. I know I've talked on the podcast a few times about how I've been like writing a book and each it's like a book of stories. So I'd like to just finish one of the stories and like we're we started it. So let's like let's finish it. OK, um, complete the 75 day hard challenge. Uh, we're going to do that one. I feel good about it. <sighs> Pay off my Apple card. There's a couple in here about debt, but let's like get it together, girl. OK, um, Post the first 20 episodes of Weddings. So Weddings is definitely getting a facelift and it's getting like it's going to get a whole new vibe. So not like a whole new vibe, but it's anyways, I don't wanna like spoil anything for when I'm ready to launch it. But it's just like I didn't want to just do the launch of it because I did the launch of it last year as a champagne goal. And we launched it. That's great. But then I didn't commit to it. So I think 20 episodes feels like a commitment. So first 20 episodes of Weddings. 
um, hit 5K followers on TikTok, which I was like, okay, that means you have to post TikTok. So we're getting back into it. Um, decrease debt by 50%. So overall, um, I'm not going to tell you what the number is I have to get to because <clears throat> so last year I had participate in a 5k. So like run or walk and I walked, but I'd like to run one this year. She'd like to be in her running era. We'll see. Run a 5k. Okay. This one's kind of fun, but I really want to audition for an audiobook. I've been also flirting with this idea for years, 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 and I've never done it, but like I literally just did voiceover like work for a video that I posted for my job. And somebody reached out to me and was like, Hey, like your voice is good. Would you want to do, you know, um, voiceover for this video I'm doing? And I'm like, wow, like, why am I hiding this talent? Okay. Like, I mean, I'm not hiding it because like, hi, we're here on the podcast together, but I've always wanted to do this. And I think it'd be really fun and like just a step in the career. And like, obviously it's just like, I'm auditioning. Like, I don't think I'll get it. Maybe I will. You know what? Let's not be negative. Hold up. Scratch that from the records. Okay. Back it up, babes. Back it up. I just was so negative. These are my goals. They were supposed to be positive. Audition for the audiobook. Let's get it. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get the book. And then, you know, maybe it will be something I consistently do. And then my final one was read five books. So I'm hoping with the five pages, you know, I've been asked to be in a couple book clubs. So, you know, we'll see. Like, hopefully that will help with the goals. But anyways, those are my my new goals for the year with these new cards that I get to open up and spend the money that's in them. The reason I put cash in them is because I know myself and I have been working so hard on getting financial stability and like not spending reckless money. But sometimes that like quote unquote reckless money is like, then I'm not really treating myself at all. So like there's a balance there. I think, you know, um, if I have to say like my theme for the year, I definitely think it's balance because, you know, there was a lot of things that I really worked on super hard last year and they were great. And I think that's good. But now I need to find the balance in them. Like I said about, you know, saying no to things like I never said no to things ever. And unless I had to be so sick, like literally on my deathbed to say no. And I'm recognizing now that like maybe I don't have to get to my deathbed. Like maybe like it's a preventative no, you know, or like financially it's a no, you know, and that, that was another thing, like protect, protecting my financial shit. Cause like, honestly, it wasn't even really prote- protecting. I was like dirt poor. Like, I don't know if you lose your job twice in one year. Hello. Um, and this year I'm like crawling myself out of it. And I still want to be very financially smart because I want to get out of debt because listen, a couple things like I want an apartment that has a fucking dishwasher. Okay. I don't think that's too much to ask, but I want it. I want a dog. I want a dog. I know I can't get a dog till I'm financially stable. I would like a wedding. Okay. And a wedding in like my way. And I am going to need money for that. Another thing I'd really like to be able to do is just like, I've started to do this, but I would really like to be able to send my friends like flowers or something for their birthdays or accomplishments. Like I try to do that, but I know that's like a big cost, but I want to be in a financial place where I'm like, you know what? I saw this cute thing and I'm just going to buy it and send it to my friend. Like I used to do that all the time and I loved it, especially because like I don't really do gifts anymore. Like I want to be able to just do like surprise things and like sweet things. And like sometimes that's honestly just like writing a card and like that's good. But anyways, I want to just be able to be in a place where like I'm less in debt and less stressed. And so I got to be good about that. But also like not where I'm literally never giving myself anything like a treat yourself is a real concept and we need to do it. Okay, my friends, let's get into the I'm sorry what moment of the week. It kind of goes along with goals a little bit, but like 
I don't. I feel like we need to talk about dry, dry January in a. I'm sorry, what way? Okay, because like I feel like the the disdain around dry January is just like a lot, and I think it comes from both parties. So here's my I'm sorry, what moment? I'm sorry, what? You're not better than anybody if you do dry January. Okay, like there are people who are just like, Ugh, I'm doing dry January. I can't. You know, that's not the attitude to come into. I like the people who are like, hey, listen, I'm doing dry January. And then it's on us to not give them a hard time. Like, I'm sorry, what? Why are we so mean to people who are doing dry January? Like, we're so mean to them. And it's like, why? Why? They are just giving themselves a challenge in the beginning of the year. And then you're just hating on them for no reason. It's like, listen, just because they're not drinking doesn't mean you can. Okay. Like I get it. Cause it's like very like uncomfortable sometimes, or at least that's how I used to feel. Now I feel better, but it's like, I know I used to feel like, oh my God, if I, if I'm drinking, they're not drinking. Like that's so weird. But it's like, if you feel like you want to drink, have a drink. Now I'm probably not going to have one. So like, I don't want you to feel like you can't drink because I don't want to drink. You know what I mean? Like I got to fight with the otter about this one night because we went to a restaurant and I ordered a cocktail and he did it. And I was so annoyed. I was like, well, now this isn't fun because now I'm drinking and you're not. And I was like, why is that a big deal? Who cares? Like if someone doesn't want to drink, just freaking let them like relax. And if they want to do this challenge for themselves, let them. And then when they, if they decide to stop because they're like, you know what? I don't really want to do this. Let them. And don't be fucking rude about it. Like, oh, I knew you weren't going to make it. Why are people so mean? I feel like I've just been listening to this on podcasts or just like in social situations. And it's like, listen, as someone who works at a bar, like, you know, um, yeah, dry January is tough, you know, but that's when we introduce mocktails and we like make it like accessible for people, you know, it's like, I don't know if someone's just trying to do something for themselves, like they're trying to accept a challenge or like do something new, like let's just support them and not be like absolutely so bitchy about it, which does mean, though, if you're doing dry January, you don't get to look down on the rest of us who aren't. I've never done dry January and I don't plan to. I'm not even really drinking that much right now, but I am not doing dry January. I have just chosen my status on drinking is like I'm just going to drink when I want. And that's it, period. Like as long as I know I'm doing it for a good reason, like I had a mimosa with my friend Aaron on Saturday morning. I'm like, yes, I want this. This sounds fun. We're good. You know, like <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. I feel like we're just mean to people who are trying to like better themselves sometimes. And it's like, it's not a reflection on you. It's not about you. It's not about you. This always comes down to the fact that people want to make everything in the world about them. And I'm sorry, what? it's just not okay. Someone, your friend wanting to do dry January is not calling you an alcoholic. Okay. Let them live. Let them live. Yeah, I felt it. Like, I will say I was listening to Katie's podcast and she was like giving Dana a hard time about dry January. I'm like, why? I'm like, I get that that used to be like a very funny joke. And I myself would be like, ew, why are you doing dry January? Like, I caught myself doing that. But it was all because I was insecure about the fact that I wasn't doing it. And it's like, it's not about me. Hello. Okay, you guys. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I feel like this was a fun episode. Did you guys have a good time? I feel like we had a lot to talk about. I know it was really exciting to hear that the otter met my parents. I feel like we're progressing in like a very serious way. You know what I mean? Like, not like very serious, but like, you know, like that's my boyfriend. Isn't that so exciting? I'm thrilled. <laughs> I can't wait. So many good things happening in 2024. Like weddings, like some of our favorite bitches are getting married. Uh, I, we have all these goals to hit, which is great. I'm entering the year with a brand new job. And I'm feeling good about it. And, you know, we got our drugs. I still don't feel better physically yet. But I i mean, I have to be patient. It's like, you're not just going to shoot yourself up with a drug and you're feel better right away. Like, that's not really how the word world works. Maybe with steroids, but that's not my plan. So anyways, 
Manifesting with the nausea is over soon. And yeah, anyways, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Truly, you guys are my heroes. And I love you more than anything else. Hello, obviously. Uh, Please comment. You can't comment. I was like literally hesitated because I was like, what's the thing that I can't do? Please like and subscribe and download. I learned this on Jay Shetty is that like, so you used to be able on Apple Podcasts, I think. It was like if you subscribed, it automatically downloads. It doesn't do that anymore. So then you have to like actually hit that download button. And that's kind of how like the people do things. Actually, I feel like averaging 100 downloads was supposed to be one of my goals. And I'm recognizing it's not on here. So that's just like the podcast goal. Average 100 downloads. We were so close last year. We got to we were sitting at 99 forever. So I would really like for this podcast to be fun and successful. So um yeah, let me know. You guys, I swear to God, I even remember what the prize was for that. And I'm like, what happened to the cards? So a, a stress for another day. Now Ashley's anxiety is like, what do we do with the card and the money that was in it? Um, But whatever. Okay, anyways, I love you all so much. I'm gonna go freak out about this later. Uh, Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.